Prepare yourself for the Mike and Hackcast, where you will be consumed in the depths of popular culture discussion for 15 minutes. Listen if you dare. Hello and welcome to another fantastic Mike and Pat cast. Hello. I am Mike Graney. I'm Pat Twist. How are you, Pat? I'm doing good tonight. It's a little warm in here. It is a little warm know, in here, a, but it's okay. Sometimes it's right it keeps us on our toes. When you're sweating it out <laughs> in the podcast world, you just gotta you gotta stick with it. I don't even know if that sweat. I don't even know if it keeps it on our toes. I think the the cold might keep you on your toes. Right? Maybe. I don't know if the heat keeps you on your toes. I'm on my toes is all I know. I'm currently got some pit stains. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm breaking out too. I got, you know, I don't feel like it was necessary to mention my pit stains. Mm. This is radio, but so probably wasn't. But now that's a visual that's going to stick with our. I do have them, so know that as we're doing this podcast, my stains, my pits are brass axe. Really, my my pits are stained. What are we talking about? Have you ever seen those movies where it's like one character who gets stuck somewhere? And they can't get out, and you kind of watch the whole movie with just that one character trying to get out of wherever they are. Hmm. Have you ever seen those before? I have. Right. Is there a term for them? I mean, that's part of why, like, I don't know the term. Movies with one person. In them. Movies with one person, but it's more than that because it's, it's, they're not, it's not like it's just about one person. They're in a specific situation. They're stuck in a predicament. They're locked somewhere. They're, you know, like my, my initial thought was like, well, let's just call them Castaway movies. Hmm. But then that's the title of Castaway. So I don't know. I mean, we for the purposes, we could circle well, or back. Definitely, there are some movies that come to mind that already don't fit your description because you put in the distinction of the being trapped. Okay. All right. You know what I'm okay. Like then, they're, let's, they're, then let's rewind. Then there uh, you but I, I, but uh, there are other ones that are immediately falling into mind where you're like, okay, well, they may not be trapped, but they are alone on this spaceship, or they are alone on this island, okay. or they are in. The, so I see what you're so saying. So maybe it's like isolation uh, is the key. Or yeah, like, I think isolation is okay. a good one. I, I think that opens up the t- the right. the the genre, the micro genre. It is a micro genre. This is um, a, so. Let's then, for the purposes, and we can we circle back. Yeah, well, but yeah, well, uh, maybe we'll 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 settle on a title by the end. But for now, let's just say okay. uh, Castaway movies. I want to talk to you about Castaway movies. Castaway, castaway movies. Okay. Uh, spoiler uh, alert: Castaway is one of them. Yeah, sure. Can I, I hope so. If you want to hit the, uh, I'm going to put 15 minutes on the timer. Okay. Uh, for 15 minutes on Castaway movies. Castaway movies. Okay. I would like to identify for you. What I think to be two uh, categories that these okay. can go into uh-huh. uh, for the purpose of this discussion. One would be wide open spaces. Okay. And the other would be claustrophobic. Okay. You're in a tight location, kind of like we are right now, okay? Uh, I'd like to start with the wide open spaces because I consider that to be a much more common uh, castaway Interesting, because in my head, I'm thinking, the, and the more I come up with them, I'm like, I'm thinking in closed spaces. So you think it's okay. I, 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 the ones that are that are just popping up to my mind right now okay. tend to be ones that are more. So, so start start. Let's start with open spaces. Okay, I would consider yeah. these to be more common. Maybe I'm wrong, and also more epic in scope, and generally more sort of like 
Oscar Beatty kind of a situation. Okay. The first one, obviously, is going to be Castaway. Okay. I could do a whole podcast on Castaway. Castaway is a phenomenal not, you know, movie. I think, you know. Uh, Here we Robert have- Robert Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. Um, Tom Hanks. The great Tom Hanks. You know. Uh, Wilson. <laughs> Wilson the volleyball. Uh, a a volleyball. A bang-up performance that, that, with no lines. You know, no lines, and yet- I'm I'm I was probably close to tears when Wilson floats away For the real. first time I saw that movie. Yeah. And that's you know, that's testament to to Tom Hanks's acting, sure. not Wilson's. And uh, Robert Zemeckis' know, and, directing, obviously. But, you know, a, you here know. we've got a character that was just a fucking volleyball with yeah. a bloody handprint on it. And when he floats away, it's so heartbreaking. Totally. Uh and because it was, you only... it was basically the only other character in that movie for a majority of it. You know, you've got the right. characters in the very beginning, and you've got the characters at the very end when he's in the real world again, but for 90% of that movie, it's Tom Hanks alone with a volleyball. Totally, and, yeah. But go, I mean, and I, what's yeah, amazing, I, I, well, I, so, so Castaway being the obvious sure. example, it's a completely successful, because it's very literally, mm-hmm. you're Castaway, there's no way out. Sure. Uh, you get a little bit of backstory for Hanks and what he's all about. He's going to marry Helen Hunt and everything like that. Then he's stuck on the island. Wait. They didn't get married. They didn't get married. They were never married? They were never married. Okay. In fact, I don't believe he had even proposed to her. Okay. Uh, but he planned to in the whole thing. Sure, and of course. But then definitely. he gets back. And they she's, were in love. And she's then, married know, yeah. to Mr. Big from uh, Sex and the City. Yep. Uh, Chris Noth. I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm limiting him to uh, I only know him as Mr. Big, too. Yeah. I couldn't have told you. But uh, that movie, to me, like his reacclimation into the world becomes the most impressive part of that movie. We're like, well, I've watched this guy now for years alone on an island. And now he's got to face some really difficult stuff. About, yeah, there's know? a great scene. The great scene is they they um, you spend a good oh shit. I'm you know like you spend a a good couple of weeks with him. Totally. Uh, before they cut to him standing, like and it's a, just a cut where I think it's right after the tooth. The tooth thing. He's he, finally he knocks the tooth that's been really painful to him out with a fucking. Uh, with a with an ice skate, ice skate and a rock, and and he blacks out. Yeah, and at the pain faints, and then the, and when he comes to, we come to seeing him years later. Well, it's great. He's they... suddenly standing there, and he spears the fish, and all of a sudden we pan up to really totally. long bearded, yeah. really scraggly haired Tom Hanks. And the immediate and... communication in that scene is like, okay, he's figured out this castaway shit. Sure, he's <laughs> he's. he's... He can survive this long. Yeah. And he's not an emaciated wreck. He's actually, you know, I mean, he's not he's fit. fat, but right. he's 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 not starving to death. He started that movie means. nice and portly, too. He, he did. He was a little, you know, uh, sidebar. I'm going to throw this out there now because this is a fun, uh, you know, like you probably know. Yeah, it. yeah sure. I know. What but, you're going uh, for. you know, like um, when when they made this movie, they were like, OK, well, Hanks, you're going to start off a little portly. And we're going to have Hanks, of course, you, was like, you know, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'll no eat a problem. Few, I'll eat a few bear claws. I'm, and I'm you know. already there. And uh, then we're going to shut down production of this movie for six months while you lose a shit ton of weight and you grow a beard and you go scratch, you know, and, and then we're going to start production up again. And the studio is like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Like, we don't do that. We don't. And Robert Zemeckis is like, start well, you're going to do it. What he said was, he's like, you're going to do it, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm going to make another movie for you in that interim with Harrison Ford and uh, 
Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer called What Lies Beneath. And I'm going to make it for you for like $25 million. Totally. The cost is just going to be Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer's salary, and we're going to shoot it in a house. Yep. And that's it. And then it's going to gonna... be like an extended version of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Totally. And it's just, and, and then they were like, we're, I don't know, like, we're going to, Zemeckis, like, we're going to use the same crew. We're going to use the same, you know, like every, you know, and, and everyone will still be employed. And then when that movie's done, we're going to go back and we're finish go up We're going to go right back, away. and Hanks is going to be skinny, and, and you're going to get Oscar nominations. It's be, what, what Lies Beneath isn't going to be that great. But it's still going to be. <laughs> it's still going to be. still going to make money because I'm going to make it for a real little amount of totally. money. And, and, and the studio was like, yeah, well, it sure did. Good call, okay. Zemeckis. Great job. Thank you. My bad for Bob. questioning Bobby Z. <laughs> that's, the, that's the man. Which that's is a, and, and, you know, and What Lies Beneath is not a great movie. It's not a good movie. It's fun. Yeah. Um, it's one of the only Harrison Ford bad movies. Like, yeah, I mean, ba- I, I wouldn't even necessarily like, bad sense, guy. Like, sure. I'm saying it's one of the only, one of the only movies where Harrison Ford plays an actual villain. Totally. And I don't and think you know that he's a villain until no, until the, the very the, end. And spoiler that's, alert! That's again. the kind of the, that that Alfred Hitchcock presents type. Uh, you know, where the twist comes and you're like, oh shit, this guy's the bad guy. Right. And, you know. Um, so Robert Zemeckis, but anyway, but, but, so Castaway uh, being Sidebar aside. Yeah, I mean, you know, Castaway, I just want to also say, I watched Castaway, and before I got married, I wanted to, I like, I have fantasies of being like marooned on an island. Interesting. Uh, or surviving the the zombie apocalypse. Okay. And, be, you know, and I think I would kick ass. Really? On the island. I would certainly be able to take out my fucking tooth. With a rock, okay, and a, and a and a, a, a interesting a, an ice skate. Um, you learn to fish or you die. Right. You learn, to, you know, like I think that I no. Listen, I feel that I'm also talking about being there alone. I'm not talking about being there with my kids and my wife and have to be like sure. providing for all of them. You only have to worry about I've you. Only got to worry yeah. about me, so I can walk around buck naked if I want to, <laughs> and not have to worry about getting clothes to cover my schlong. And you sure. know, Dad, yeah. put some clothes. On. Shut up! I'm trying to feed us. What you know? <laughs> it's like I'm just. You know, like it, yeah. it's. I don't got anything else to worry about, but keeping myself alive. Right. I think I would be outstanding at it. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm feel never like put this to the test. But right. I feel like you might be overconfident. <laughs> it's, it's, it's entirely possible. Right. I mean, and that's like, what makes a good debate. Because I think, I, realistically, I think I might be okay, but I'm not going to say I, I can't commit to being outstanding at it. You know. I, I think know I might I'm be, okay. be able to start a fire. Okay. I know I'm, you know, like hunting's going to be tough. Right. Uh, but like, you know what? It's hunt or die. Sure. You're, you know, and I'm not going to come out and be like, I'm so hungry. But you'll, you, I, I, I will tell you one thing. You're going to cry at some point. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Just sure. Big, but I'm not going to, you know, like I'm not going to be crying because right. I'm hungry. I'm going to be crying because I've been trying for three days to catch the bird right. and I couldn't. Sure. Or, you know what I'm saying? I, well, I'm, and and I'm going to smash that coconut open and eat the fuck out of it. And right. I'm going to do, a, you know, I just think that, you know, and everyone listening to this right now is like, Twist is fucking crazy. I, I yeah. Well, Twist. I mean, I, yeah, I'm I not going to. I know Twist. Yeah. Not, you know, and I'm like, to all you people, I say, you're wrong. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not going to rule you out of this, but I do <laughs> feel like you're, you're underestimating the difficulties you might face. Uh, I'm perhaps, just saying if you were ever marooned on an island with me. Couple years yeah, after I've been, rescued, I, I, you'd be like. I mean, God, I don't want. I don't necessarily. Thank God, Twist was there. I don't need to bring this up on the air, but we were caught in a truck together a few years back. Trying to, we were moving a friend, yeah. and we were in traffic in the back of a yeah. truck for like nine minutes, and you lost it. I thought you were going to take a bite out of me. 
That was a different situation. <laughs> okay, I'm just, so you know. I was, I was trapped in a, in a box. A more claustrophobic a castaway situation. I, I would, there's no source of food. Well, yeah. It was just a bunch of furniture. Yeah. And you. <laughs> well, it was, sadly, it was the empty. We were on our way back to you're deliver right, the trucks. You're right, you're right. Empty. There was no furniture. It was, you know. But, yeah, you know what? And, and hey, I'd just like to say that. You might be okay. I watch Castaway, and I have delusions of, I could do that. Right, sure. You know. Um, you did say delusion there, which is important. You know. But <laughs> what you're identifying is, I think, the essence of these movies. It's kind of like you're you're in with this character. Will they or won't they Well, I'm going to immediately survive? go to 127 hours. Sure. Then. Where I think I would have a harder time cutting off my own arm. Sure. Um, I, I go back to the the, the tooth and the yeah. and the you know in, in Castaway that he once that tooth's out, the pain's gone. The infected right, sure. gum, the to, you yeah. know, it's 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 a sort of, but like you have to actually cut through your arm with a fucking like pocket knife. Yeah. Not even his good pocket knife. Like, a, if like you watch the beginning of the movie, he can't brutal. find he can't find his good knife, so he takes a shitty one. Um, I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Uh, uh, that one, great movie, by the way. Is, I'm a huge Danny Boyle fan, and I find that to be just another one of his many, many really awesome uh, character pieces. Which sure. is funny because you've you've only got Franco, but also anyone ever tells you that James Franco can act, fucking. Tell him to watch 127 uh, For hours. real, and I remember watching that movie thinking, one, it was phenomenal. And it, it may be my favorite of this genre, in all honesty, because, like, literally, you have Franco without even being able to move around an island yep. and fish. Yep. He's literally stuck in there the entire time. And I remember watching this performance being like, this is insane because it's one of the most exciting movies I've seen in a long time. And I remember come Oscar time, I was like, The King's Speech? Colin Firth is, is going to win the best actor over James Franco for the for the funny yeah, accent. Did, and he, he did. And yeah. like he won the Oscar. And I was like, really? Because because all he had to do, no offense to Colin Firth, is learn a stutter right. and do a thing yeah. where he acted nervous. I'm like, Franco couldn't even move. He had to sit there with you every know, like, day you go into set, put your arm under that rock. Right. And guess what? We're The only thing we're putting a camera on is you right now. There's no true story by the way. There's right? no Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Rush helping you out. There's no co-stars. Nope. There's no there's no big scene where you're going to give a speech in front of people. It's just you, Franco. And well, they're both true stories. But right, of you course, King's Speech. But yeah. 127 hours was a true, true story. story. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and uh, here's another thing that that, that uh, I want to mention in a couple of these things. They don't do it in in Castaway, but they do do it in a couple of these other movies. Is they go away from the main character in a dream, flashback, in a hallucination, yeah. in a flashback, yeah. in a whatever, just so that we are not with that character exactly for right. that amount of time. And I feel like in Castaway, they're like, no, no, right, Hanks has got the chops, right? And but what Hanks they has what got they the chops. what they do do in Castaway is they they front and back load. Hanks's character story, you know what I mean. So it's kind of like you, you, sure. you spend a good half hour, but you never see Hanks have a dream about sure. what's her name back home, Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yeah. You never see it, you know, right. like it's it's but all Hanks for about ninety minutes straight of that movie. They're going to have to give you in all of these movies some sense of who these people are. So they do it in different ways. In Castaway, Absolutely. it's like we're going to have a, a prologue and an epilogue to this thing. In Franco's case, it's mostly dialogue and uh you know monologues and things like that and the occasional 
quick flashback. You sure. know what I mean? They don't really do too much of it. Uh, so Castaway, just or I'm sorry, 127 hours going back to the categories, I consider that to be almost like a crossover thing because it's wide open space because he's in the desert, but it's claustrophobic in the sense that Trapped he's caught in the... behind a rock. Right, sure. Like he's okay. literally limited to that. That's one of those okay. sort of crossover situations. Right. Uh, a few other open spaces. You got The Martian. Little Matt Damon. Right. Now, I, uh, you know why The Martian didn't come to mind? Because we're constantly cutting back to Earth right, in that totally. movie. Correct. You're, you know, the Martian it, winds it up being almost... And it isn't bookended by yeah. scenes on Earth. It isn't have the occasional dream in Earth. It is... It, it's... it's and and I, don't get me wrong. I, I loved The Martian, the movie. Yeah. Better than the book, even. Um, but the, the, the... And The Martian, the movie... Doesn't feel that way, right? It doesn't give you because it keeps going back to how they're trying to rescue, right? Him. It doesn't give you the sense of isolation because right. oh, now we're going to go back to Chewie Telegiafor and Kristen Wiig yep. and all these other people that are trying to solve yep. it. So, but sticking with Matt but, Damon okay. briefly, you ever see Jerry? No. You know what Jerry is? No idea. Jerry is a movie with Matt Damon. Okay. And uh, I like Matt Damon. Casey Affleck. In the desert. In the desert. Yes. Directed by Gus Van, Gus Van Sant. I have yeah. not seen it. It's literally. Um, I it, I heard you're you're either you're either gonna like it or you're gonna hate it. Like it's 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 the kind of thing where you're either on board yeah. with these two guys who are not even that close friends, right? Yeah, or they're just they, on a drive, and you, you know, know, I forget the original setup, but they um, they run out of gas in the wrong place, and yeah. they're like, "All right, we're." Not, so it's basically these two dudes walking around the desert. For the entire movie, right. very little dialogue. I should say very quiet. It's I an do issue. enjoy for anyone out no. there that's looking for a deep cut Castaway movie. Okay, uh, I'm starting. I think Castaway movie is going to stick with this. I feel like that's what we're calling sure, 15 them. Fifteen minutes on Castaway movies. Castaway well, movies. We'll see. I mean, you know, whatever. Give me a. I mean, before I launch into ones that came into mind for me, you can give me a couple more. Uh, you know, just sort of off the top of my head again, sticking with the open spaces. You've got things like I Am Legend with uh, Big Willie. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the timer. Uh, and give us some more time. I I have I am Legend down here, and I had it in my I had it along with Life of Pi. Okay, interesting. Good in, call. There are other characters in this movie throughout. Right. Sure. Whether it's a flashback to the mother, a flashback to yeah. the other people on the the raft with him. Uh, the meerkats, not really people, but sure. like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. tiger itself. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I thought of the life of Pine. I thought of uh, I Am Legend as, he, you know, I Am Legend, a, a lot of that movie alone. But then he meets that guy, that woman and her daughter, or the woman right. eventually, and, and the little girl. Eventually, Big Willie. And he also does, you know, he encounters those things a lot. Right. They're not huge, but he himself spends most of the time just with his dog until the dog dies. Spoiler alert. Right. But uh, to your credit, though, to your point, it's it's true. Maybe I Am Legend doesn't belong in a Castaway movie. I don't think it does. I, right. I, I like it. Uh, yeah. I like the movie as a character piece with a singular type it's a good movie i mean it's, uh, it's, it's the ending uh, the ending's fucked up in, the in sense my top that, five I, big willy movies you know, uh, to, sure they think know. they they i do not think they stuck the landing agreed you know agreed. but um uh but i i don't know if i'd put i am legend in there whereas i might put life of pi in there because i feel like there is more of just Kid and Tiger on the raft or surviving, right? Even though there are, you know, like, um, 
But I, I, hey, I wrote them both down. Sure. I, I wrote as soon as you said the topic, I jotted them down. I was like, these come to mind, you know. Now, how um, about then? Uh, so yeah, okay. So I'm Legend. I'm thinking that's maybe sure. not Castaway. Uh, Moon. Moon, absolutely. I, I want to talk a little bit about. Let's talk Moon. about Moon. Um, Moon's a fantastic Love movie. It. Yeah. Um, you know they're working on a sequel. Oh, it, oh yeah. Well, it's Mute. not. A, it's not a sequel. It's in the. It's in the same universe. I right? think if you well, I think if you Google Moon sequel. Okay. Um, I'd have to and know. I, I believe that Sam Rockwell is in it. Sure. One of the clones. One Spoiler of the alert Sam for Moon. You know. But, you know. I should have um, prefaced, by the way, at the beginning of this podcast, if you haven't seen these movies. Yeah, we're talking about them. We're talking about them. And it's, if, if there's any right. castaway movies you're looking to see, just stop listening <laughs> you know. and, and watch them because we're going to spoil all of them. Wilson floats away. Wilson floats away. <laughs> Big Willie kills his dog. You know, it's just... uh, I love Moon. Moon's great. Uh, Moon is... Again, there are scenes where he's yeah. watching videos of his wife back home. Sure. Um, but 95% of that movie... Is one or two Rockwells. Is Rockwell... Right, right. there are scenes where Rockwell's with Rockwell, right? Yeah, two Rockwells. Uh, where there's two Rockwells. Um, That's another performance, by the way, that I'm sort of like, how is... Nobody was looking at Sam Rockwell seriously. for like a nomination? Well, I think, you know, I, I think Sam Rockwell for his entire career since, since maybe... Um, uh, Galaxy Quest. Sure, when I first yeah, yeah, yeah. when I first knew of Green Sam Rockwell, Mile, yeah. uh, I I've thought that that guy is so fucking underrated. Yeah, as an actor in Hollywood, and I, maybe it's because he's not in huge blockbusters. Right, and Moon, to, and you, know, not, you know, to the Academy's defense, Moon was a very small movie. In sure, Atlanta, but it certainly was whatever year that was. I was like, that's one. He played two I, guys. Well, did we see it together or no? I don't maybe think not. so. Actually, I think I saw it with Maggie. Yeah, um, but uh. Uh, directed by Duncan Jones, son of David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's great. And I want to throw one out at you that is 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 kind of like a spiritual. Um, it's almost like uh, a spiritual predecessor to Moon. Okay. Uh, it's called Silent Running. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And, I know the movie. Um, I've never seen it, but I know the God, movie. You should really see it. It's it's Bruce Dern. Yeah. Uh. On a spaceship that has um, a number of uh, species of plant life in it, okay. like the species, like it has the spaceship is big enough to have whole forests sure. in it. But it's it's a it's it's a it's a conservatory in space. Earth is right. now become uninhabitable, uninhabitable. So they so Bruce Dern and and two or three other uh, people. Uh, monitor this thing and when earth is 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 good again we can go back to it or when we find a planet worthy of sustaining this light we, we've <clears> kept <throat> uh, a huge number of 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 plant life on earth alive by putting them in this giant spaceship right. that's just kind of drifting around in space I mean, it's until we can like find a spot. an enormous greenhouse yeah. where you can drive cars around in it you know like it's not you know and um it's funny because uh, uh, not too far into the movie, the other guys die. Yeah. And Bruce Dern's the only one left. And it is him alone on this spaceship. And uh, it's a tour de force acting yeah, it's, it's, by, it's, by Bruce Dern. It's sure. literally him and some robots, where it's a fascinating little thing, too. When you want Google, anyone who's listening, Google robots. Silent running. It made me yeah. as soon as the movie was over. 
I, I went online because uh, imagine R2-D2s that don't roll. Imagine a square R2-D2 with two legs that actually walk like yeah. a human. And I was so mesmerized. Now, this is a movie in the you know, early 70s. You know, like, it, it certainly looks dated now from our concepts of space. And, sure. like, there's a lot. You yeah. know, the control room has thousands of white lights that are just blinking. Right. One yeah. of those things where you're right. like, okay. No computer monitors. I would have no or, yeah. idea what button to even They couldn't foresee flat screen monitors. Exactly, you know. <laughs> but it still has a very cool retro futury look to it. But, you know, the premise is what really makes the movie. But these, he's, he's on this spaceship with these three robots called Huey, Dewey, and Louie that okay. he calls Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And uh, he talks to them, but they don't talk back. They don't even make any noise. They just maintain the machinery and occasionally water the plants and do the, you know. But w- when you see this, uh, I was so mesmerized by what, because of when this movie was made, I'm like, this isn't, you're seeing these robots walk. Right. And yet they're only two and a half feet tall. I was like, how the fuck did they do this? R2-D2 is a remote-controlled robot. Sure. And sometimes they had Kenny, Kenny Baker, Baker was in it, inside yeah, sure. it remote. You know, turns out they hired a bunch of people that had lost the bottom half of their body. Amputees. Amputees that only had their bodies from the waist up. And they put them in these things, and these amputees were walking on their hands. And it creates this completely awesome visual of these robots that you're like it's the only way you you're like how did they do this right. and you're like that's how they did it they didn't it wasn't like, remote control it's almost like they hired amputees they, and then you find out like they, they well, hired they, amputees. they totally hired amputees it was a and, huge you know, day for the amputees uh, of the world you know yeah uh, it was just fascinating because you're like oh wow that's so good. and when you see them walking you're like oh that's neat you know but again he develops a relationship almost like with wilson the way tom hanks did right. with these robots that don't answer him they don't sure. talk back to him he names them just because he needs to have some kind of personality sure. with yeah. them. But they don't even acknowledge him. They're just going about their business, doing their program. Like, they're protocol droids. Really great movie. You should check it out. Yeah. Anyone. It's, yeah, it's um, something. It's funny because you mentioned that to me uh, probably years ago. It's a, it's a really it's something great, that's been on my you know, list to check out. Bruce Dern's yeah. also a fun guy to watch. Totally. You know, and uh, and the funny thing is, like, just to, then we'll get off silent running. The, the government calls and is like, okay, guys, like, uh, I'm I, I'm not remembering this exactly, but they're like, time to leave the spaceship. Mm. We're not we're not going to be worried about the plants anymore. And the other three guys on the ship with it are like, woohoo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're out of here, woohoo, yeah. And Bruce Stern's like, well, no, but like, what about the plants? Right, we've been maintaining these like, things what, for years. We're, so we're just gonna fucking forget about it. We're never gonna say like, these things. Are, we don't have any. To, like we're out of funding. We don't have money anymore to keep you guys in this spaceship or whatever. Come on back home. You know, and long story short, he goes renegade and doesn't go home. He right. doesn't he return. Stays. He's like, sure. I'm taking the, you know, that's all I'll tell you about. But check it out sometime. And, Sound and anyone, it's a know, good, uh, but it's lesser, a very good castaway. Another movie. deep cut for the castaway. He's in it, you know, and you're like, and, and you know, half, uh, after a half hour of the movie, he's the only human being in it until right. the end, you know. Um, so... Uh, then it reminded me a lot of Moon when you said sure. Moon, remi- you know. But um, and that uh, you know. to me, by the premise alone, is it's on a spaceship. Almost feels more in the claustrophobic definitely realm. So Absolutely. shifting to that side of the spectrum, we're sure. Which is uh, it, it, these is are now another genre. These of, are now movies you know, that are uh, we're talking about one to 
three characters, sure. not a lot, that yep. are, whether they're stuck or by choice, not on an island, not on a huge celestial body, sure. but in a comparatively small place. Yeah. What, what's not, you must have some there. I've what got you, gravity. Gravity's easily. a great one, sure. Uh, well, gravity, have, though. It's got Clune Dog in it. Gravity and, you know, and it's doesn't got a feel. Bit of, you know, but she's in that ship. She's in the ship. You know, right. For the mo, you know, like, and she's outside the ship, but right. she's not like globetrotting. She's not like, you know, hopping onto other planets. That's I mean, a tough one though, because the, she's, she's but, mostly in that ship. But she's literally in the widest open space. Imagine. Sure, but in that ship. In the ship. If she weren't in that ship, she'd be dead. Right. You know, and like, but when I think floats off into that wide open space right. and dies. Totally. And another thing, they bring him back because it's another one of those kind of dream things where they need to have someone. Totally. For that main character to be talking that to that scene but, is great too because um, I was legitimately kind of like, all right, Clooney's back, and I was like, wait, what? No, really? Yeah, no, really? and then he is, and, and the he scene... sticks around just for long enough for you to be like, oh, he's back. No, exactly. For like for after five minutes, I'm like, oh, I guess Clooney I survived, he, and right he, at that point, I'm like, back. oh, he's not. Spoiler alert: right. Clooney's okay. not. He's still, still dead. He's still dead. He's still dead. But when I think, I'm going to go now to the most claustrophobic one yeah, I yeah. can think of. Let me know if there's any more on your list. But does it have my boy in it? It's got your boy, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds We're baby. talking buried. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. You don't get more claustrophobic no. than buried. Is there anyone else in that movie? I don't think you see a he single other. He talks to people other, on his cell phone. Talks to people on the phone. But you don't see anyone else, right? I don't think you see another person. Well, I think at the very end of the movie, when, and again, spoiler alert, when the team that is trying to find him yeah. unearths the coffin, yes. okay. only you- to find out that it's a totally random like dead body. In the coffin, not Ryan Reynolds. Right. Uh, I think you may see some of those people. Right. But that's it. But for for literally, I think it's a short ninety-seven minute movie. Yeah, I, Maggie wouldn't watch it. It's it's uh, she it's, doesn't like you know it's it's, it's not too, a great movie in my opinion. But well, it's, she was just more the premise bothered her too right. much. Where she you know um, uh, I want to throw another one out there, Lake linked because it's my boy Ryan Reynolds' wife. Oh yeah, sure. I know where you're going. Lake Lively. Yeah. The Shallows, and you're talking about open spaces, but. Not really. She's on a rock. She's on a rock. She's stuck in on the a middle rock. Of, and that's what similar to me in the gravity situation. Yeah. She's in the middle of this, uh, near a beach, in the wide sure. open space, the ocean, and the whatever, but literally st- uh, confined to this rock. Yeah. Um, and she's literally, like, there's I, maybe 100 yards away from... The other beach. The, the beach, actual, but there's a shark sees, And then, you know, one point she sees, you know, and I think at the beginning, you know, she talks to her sister. Yeah. On the phone, and you see the drunken dude on the beach. Right, there's some flashback the action, end, you know. But for you're talking eighty percent of that movie is just Blake Lively it's, it's in a again, bikini and talking to a seagull. Right, she and, and, and she, trying to survive a you know she's tied her tied her leg off because she's got a nasty. Well, it's funny that's um, you know her tying her leg off. There, there's many of these movies come down to uh, matters of convenience, where like narratively, you need Blake Lively's character to be a med student. Well, sure. So if she didn't, sure, you, right. you need Tom Hanks's character yeah. to be a expert sale person. Right. You need a porta potty to wash up on Tom Hanks's beach. Right. You know what I mean? You need Ryan Reynolds to find a lighter in his. You know, what I mean, there's these castaway movies are also ripe with like matters of convenience that kind of come in there. Like right. if if you got caught on the rock with the shark bite. Yeah, you might have probably. died because you're not a med student. But Blake Lively, like was. I told you, I'm really good at that survival. So I might, I might. Right, you might. <laughs> no, I, right. I'm gonna. Put, I might you know, not have had my pocket knife with me for right. 127 hours. Totally right, and exactly. I might not have. You know, but um, yeah, I want to throw uh, a, a, a wacky one out there. You haven't seen it, but I want to tell Give it the to people. Me. What is it wacky? It's, it's 
um, Swiss Army Man. Oh, it yeah. Made me, the pocket right. knife made me think of the totally. Swiss Army Knife. And that is a movie, Paul Dano and um, Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, and I, Daniel Radcliffe is dead in the movie. In the movie. So it's Paul Dano and a dead guy. Right. And um, Daniel Radcliffe is a better dead guy than a lot of actors acting. Like I, th- I thought you were going to say he's a better dead guy than a Harry Potter. And I was oh, like, that no, seems no. inflammatory. No, he's, he, Dan, but... Daniel Radcliffe dead in the movie Swiss Army Man is better than a ton of other actors right. acting their face off. Um, you should check it out. It's very, yeah, I do. It's... very weird. Um, I, it's polarizing. Yeah. There are people that were like, what the fuck? And at the end, yeah. the last 15 minutes, there's a ton of people. Sure. But for the first 80, 90 minutes of that movie, yep. it's nothing but Paul Dano and the dead, bloated corpse of uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Right. And uh, uh, it's it's bizarre. It's sad. It's funny. It's endearing. It's it's It totally shows you how good those two actors are. Sure. Um, well, that's also, again, one know, of the hallmarks of these movies is – you have you to be need pretty to cast, decent actor. You, you need have to, to cast be, somebody. You know, people will tell you that Ryan Reynolds isn't a great actor. Yeah. And I'll tell you that he's he's pretty decent if you can do a movie alone in a box. He was good enough for Buried, and, for sure. And you can and you, you know? can pull that off without being like fucking. Hey, right. You're not going to give Christ. Sandy B an Oscar for you, you know, know like being in, in Gravity. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, it's it and. and if it were, if we're up to me, anyone who was in one of those movies should just get the Oscar. <laughs> if you're going to be, maybe not Blake Lively. She was a little, you know, the movie wasn't that right, good. Sure. But like pretty much anybody, Sandy B, Tom Hanks. I got one for you that's another deep cut Bring it for, on. The, for the castaways. And this goes back to uh, Not Trapped. Okay. Uh, but this is a movie that literally there is zero other people visually okay. in the movie. You ever hear of a movie called Lock? No. Locke is a movie starring Tom Hardy, okay? Oh, in a car. He's in a car, dude. Yes. <laughs> like, you know what? And I didn't see it, but um, is it good? It's a good movie. Like the movie. Who is he talking to? So, what's, the, what's the scenario that I did not see? Well, I know nothing about it. It's but. a unique movie because you don't really, there's, it's hard to say there's no plot, but the movie starts up with a shot of a car, and then a person gets into the car, starts it up, drives away. It's Tom Hardy. Sure. And he hops, I like Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's great. He, hop, really like he hops on the phone and starts talking to people. And through these conversations, he's, he's, a, he's a contractor for the city, and he's got a building being built the next day, and there's a concrete delivery that he needs to make sure it gets through. So he calls the dude that he works with. He's like, dude, you got to make sure that the concrete trucks get in. i got to take off for a little while. I'm taking a trip. I don't want to get into details about where I'm going. But you need to make sure the concrete gets to where it's going to go, you know. Then he calls his house, and, like, his son answers the phone. He's like, Dad, we're watching, you know, the soccer games on, and we're watching Man you All the Way or whatever team they like. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I know, son, I can't make it tonight. I got a thing I got to do, and I'm, I'm on my way. And then call waiting comes on. It's his buddy that he works with. And just one thing after another, it's Tom Hardy in real time in a car fielding these phone calls. And through the conversations, you start to get an idea of what's going on and where he's going and why oh. and what his home life is all about, okay. his work life and the different people. And it's a really, like, interesting movie that is just sort of like, I've sat here for an hour and a half. Right. It's relatively short. Listening and to a dude on a phone. Only seen Tom Hardy driving a car. Interesting. And, talking. and to me, it's it's one of the, that and Buried are the maybe the 
best examples of these movies because literally there is right. they don't tell you anything about these people before right. you see them they yep. don't tell you anything about them after you are with yep. them for this one specific you know like most of the other movies give you the benefit of who they were yeah, who sure. they're going or to they be but these ones are yeah, like it's intros, just you come in you know. cold and okay. it's a testament to like the writing and the acting and the whole sort of thing huh. so like I'd recommend Locke as a deep cut for castaway movies um, there's a real I haven't watched it yet though I read the book but it's on Netflix now, Gerald's Game. Oh, I watched it. You know, um, I'm a big fan of what's her name? Oh, Gugino. G- Carla Gugino. Yeah. Um, it's a good movie. That, that one's definitely, uh, they, they fill you in w- w- the device they use, and I'll spoil it. Well, and it, it starts off with her and her husband, right? She's going up to the cabin, right? Right, they're going to the cabin. They're going to rekindle. But he's there for a little while. Yeah. So actually, you know, spoiler alert, she has a heart attack and she's handcuffed to a bed. Right. They're looking to sort of respark their yeah. romantic mm-hmm. life and they get a little, little well, we're going to do a little, you know, weird rape fantasy Playing. thing. That's kind of yeah, <laughs> strange yeah. that like her husband's into. Uh, but he keels over and so heart she's a heart attack and she's stuck on the bed for the movie. So they employ, you know, she winds up communicating with. An imaginary version of her hallucinating, husband. right? Well, yeah, or it's dreaming? it's it's one of those. It's Halluc- is she hallucinating or is it just she's thinking about things and they're right. depicting it in the movie as seeing these characters? Now, you know, I forget the book because it's been a while. Isn't someone in the room with her? Well, I mean, that's yeah, spoil uh, it. Yeah, sure. Then yes, there, there's yeah. someone in the room at one point. Correct. In the corner. Yeah. And she is so terrified, right? That I'm getting chills that she yeah. almost faints because she realizes there's actually someone in the room right. with her now in who's the movie, hiding in the corner. Now, in the movie, and, you're going along with it assuming that, well, she's losing her mind because she's chained to this bed. It's sure. going on two days now. Sure. She can't, you know. But I, I remember being very scared about that even yeah. in the book. It's a because, good movie. you know, okay, I'll it's check it out. Movie. Another one that Maggie's like, but, I'm not going to ever watch this with you. So I'm like, All And right. Gugino is, is phenomenal in it. And what's great, I mean, she, she, it's basically her... And uh, her husband. The wolves uh, are coming in too, right? Bruce, Aren't there wolves? Uh, um, yeah, this is, no, there's a dog. This is, a dog. I, I forget okay. who the actor's name is who plays her husband, but it's her and the husband and another Gugino talking to each other for the entire movie. Okay. You know, because yeah. she's sort of, again, sure. she's, it's a sort of devil on her shoulder versus yep. angel on her shoulder. Right. She's right, right. Herself, but it, it's, a, it, it's a good movie. It's, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah it's quality. Great um, castaway movie, you know, and again. Definitely. I mean, you're a woman on a bed. Totally. To, you know, handcuffed to a bed for the you know a lot of flashbacks that fill in sure, the story. Sure, of course, you know? and that's what you know. And they the same thing with the book. Yeah, they were able to you know she would just in her head they'd always they go to you know old pages at a time where she's thinking about things that happened earlier right. in their marriage and whatever. But you know, yeah, and again, um, matters of convenience kind of pop into it. Like sure. her husband put a glass of water on the shelf above the bed. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. a good thing so that was she there. To it she needs to get know. to it. A whole scene, yep. you know. Um, but I, it's I a good have, genre. I don't have a. It is. I don't have any more that are instantly coming to mind. Um, uh, Wally was one that I think for at least the first half of that movie was a castaway oh, sure. movie. You know? Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Good. You know, it, good it opens up. Minutes. It opens up towards the even second her half. And where, yeah, sure. The last half an hour certainly with you know, but even when even when Eve first shows up, yeah, it's Wally and the cockroach. Totally. Just you know, yeah. hanging out on on a garbage planet, well, Earth actually. But right? they're good it's movies Earth, that. I feel like for the most part, when people attempt making them... You can't do that. It's a rarity because you have to have the star power. Yeah. You also have to have a decent script or or, or story that will will allow for that character to... Us to be interested in that character being alone for, you know... I think for the most part, though, they wind up being pretty good. Like, I don't... 
I'm thinking about all the movies we've talked about, sure. and, I, and I can't readily think of like a bad Castaway movie. I feel One like... I haven't seen that is literally almost another Castaway, uh, and I've been I've been meaning to see it. And Maggie is All Is Lost with Redford, with Robert sure. Redford. Where I haven't seen that. He's on a boat, right? Totally. And it, you know, his boat. Something must happen where he's like the 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 sail breaks or the or the motor dies and he's loud in the middle of fucking nowhere. But totally. I'll watch Robert Redford do just about anything. Yeah, no, and that's you know, that's um, definitely on my list of like, and it's supposed to be great. I mean, and again, I was kind of like, I didn't see it, I but just thought of it. Maybe now, they should have given Redford an Oscar for it. <laughs> I mean, was he out on a boat for the whole movie? Was he like, alone? Was, was, was he, he alone? Uh, Did he carry the movie on his back? Did Redford do that? <laughs> Give him the goddamn Oscar. Uh, Castaway movies equal Oscar. I'll watch Oscar. All Is Lost. I'll watch Gerald's Game. You should watch um, Swiss Army Man and Silent Running. I like the Silent Runnings, especially because you went back in the day. You went back you know? to sort of the well. You know, one of the funny thing, one of the funny things is is, is um, it may be one of the first movies that ever did that. Right. I wonder too. I didn't really look that up, but it's probably. Um, I, I I don't. I I did a lot of reading on Silent Running after I saw it because yeah. I was so intrigued by it, and I want to say it was one of the first times that that that. Uh, a studio was like, okay, right. Everyone dies after the first thirty minutes, except for one dude and so, some robots that don't talk. And they were enough to be like, all right, do it. Question you know? for you and yeah. your skill set that you mentioned before. Yeah, yeah, Knowing yeah, sure. now how hard the actors that are in these movies have to work. Yeah. Would you be better at surviving a castaway experience mm-hmm. in real life, or acting in a castaway movie? Oof. What would you be better at? Probably acting. I'm acting exactly, yeah, I like, would probably be better at acting. Not even really knowing what your acting prowess is all about. I already think you're readily... I think you're... I would probably be better at acting. Only because there's snacks there. And, and but... afterwards, I know that I can just go and sleep in my bed that night. Totally. And I can, I can really give it my all knowing that yeah. I can take a shower later. Without and actually and having to survive. Without having to actually cut my <laughs> yeah. hand off or, yeah. or do, you know. But, um... Uh, well, listen, uh, this, this is great. It's been a, a good. I like this micro genre. Micro genre. Micro genre castaway movie. We should do. We should consider some more micro genres. I like that. Yeah. If you, I would uh, like if you would if our listeners would um, uh, care to write into us at uh, the Mike and Patcast at Gmail. Um, I think it's a topic we could definitely and none are immediately coming to mind. Sure. Like, yeah. Second, but like uh, I, I'm sure there are other. Plenty of other micro micro genres. genres. I mean, they could you be know? dramatic. They could be comedic. Or yep. within these micro genres, they can be you know where wow, there's at least four or five movies yeah. where blank happens. Yeah, or that you know Castaway um, movies. As we're talking about micro, they they're almost always dramatic. I feel like there's no within that micro genre, you don't see a zany, wacky comedy. Maybe Swiss Army Man was had some laughs in it, but Biodome. I, like, I don't think Biodome applies. I feel like that's uh, trapped in the Biodome. I feel like there's Holy a lot Shore of there's a, there's a few additional characters, and I, I think this. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't seen it, but I think the IMDb <laughs> there's enough okay. people in it. Uh, there's got to be a comedy somewhere in there right. that we're not thinking of. Sure, but you're right. I mean, um, certainly, Swiss Army Man is a very dark comedy. Yeah. If you if you call it a comedy, it's just so weird that when you see it, you'll be like. Well, there were moments of true hilarity, mm. but ultimately you're also like, this guy's hanging out with a dead body. Totally. And yeah. talking to it the way Hanks did with Wilson. You're sure. like, that's creepy and weird, 
but also is that how the guy survives? Is the, Whatever you it know, takes. What, is he hanging out with a dead body? You're going to be talking to some you know? shit when you're cast away. Absolutely. I'll be whatever. talking to the fucking coconut over there. <laughs> doing, it's just going to be me. Hey, Coco. <laughs> I mean, is it time for you're me to do whatever? Settling on Coco for the name of it <laughs> already. I, I didn't even go that original. It's like, <laughs> like Coco the coconut. Coco. I mean, yeah, and to your credit, Hanks didn't go any further than Wilson. Right, you know, it was written right on the ball. Right. You yeah, didn't yeah. call it anything. You're right. Uh, uh, so if any of you guys have suggestions <laughs> for micro genres you'd like us to uh, prattle on about, we're more than happy to do that. Please so send, send us in. an email. Speaking of listeners. Uh, oh, is it listener mail time? I think it's listener mail time. Ah, oh, one of my favorite parts of the show. It's that time where we communicate with the fans and the Love listeners. It. Love yeah, it. We could, we could. So this what do you is, got? What do you this you is got from one? a longtime listener, oh. multiple-time writer. Okay. Dennis Petro. Oh, yep, yep. The Kebab King. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Good guy. And we, first of all, Dennis, thank you for your listening. It's it's amazing to hear. Devoted fan. The feedback from you is f- fantastic. Yep. I mean, ultimately, you're why we're doing this. So thank yeah. you for being a part of it. Uh, the subject of his email is is topic, and the text is very brief. Sylvester Stallone. That's all. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all you uh, say. So I mean, you know what? And I wish more people would just send an email like that. Just give it to us. Topic. Uh, you know, uh, dead people revived from the dead movies. That's a good topic, right. though. Actually, I'm yeah. going to put that down. Uh, topic. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Topic. Yeah. Uh, you know, but time travel. You know. Uh, it's I a like great that, idea you know, too, we, and there's we've done so... the Rockies, we've done the Rockies, but we haven't done <laughs> Stallone. And yeah. you know, come on, I could do a whole fucking podcast on Cobra alone. I at the age of 13 or 14, I went through a huge Cobra. Cobra's phase phenomenal. Where I thought that movie George Lucas. Dude, I, I, I'm still um, in that phase. I don't know why. Cobra is a good, as it is. A good know, movie. Uh, crime is a disease. Yeah, I'm the you're cure. the cure. I'm the, the cure. Good. You know, he's uh, one of the great car chases of all time. Oh, movie. that oh, scary I'll, movie absolutely. too. Absolutely, and that weird dude. I don't know the actor's name, but he's got the the, the weird cheekbones. Oh, and yeah, the, sure. He's you know, uh, I love I love Cobra. Yeah. Well, come on, stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> I mean, you got it right <laughs> off the on, bat. It's, Oscar, it, totally. Oscar, are, are you shitting me? Yeah. Rhinestone, <laughs> all the classics. <laughs> so listen, we're gonna do one on Stallone. That's a great we're, idea. We're gonna Next focus on only like his shittiest movies. What was the one with the prison? No, no escape. Oh, the escape plan. They're making a the sequel. Escape. I think they're people making, like that. They're making. They've already got the third one in development. Yeah. So. And the second one hasn't even come out yet. I haven't seen it, but all of a sudden, I maybe think escape plan wasn't bad. Uh, that's with Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah, it's a combo. But, I guess Schwarzenegger's not in the second one. No, um, for whatever reason. Schwarzenegger's yeah, who knows? Like, you oh, know, I don't know. But uh, uh, and that also puts him into like the the three time shit, like. Don't even get me started on how many trilogies Stallone is Stallone's the king. been in. So, Dennis, you got to believe me. Stallone is the king. Awesome uh, suggestion. Why Dennis. we haven't done it is almost insane. We I kind feel of foolish that we've done thirty-something podcasts now. We almost just and, launched into one. It's we, if you can tell. You're right. We're feverishly oh, trying God, not to start. Do, we should. We, we're gonna. We can't start the Stallone podcast right we'll now because we're all night. ending the micro genre yeah. one. But. Uh, Thank you, Dennis, for for that suggestion. And that is a that next next time. Why don't we? There it is. We already have one for the right. next time we do it. We got totally. Sylvester Stallone. So, yeah. uh, so thank you, Dennis, and anyone else with any suggestions, please the the Mike and Patcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. I want to give a shout out again to Sam Giovinco at Nutmeg Creative for setting you, us up with this lovely room. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to make us comfortable and uh, give us the means to uh, talk about this stuff. This has been uh, Pat Twist. This is Mike Rainey. We'll uh, we'll see you next time.